Dr. Mansfield practiced medicine. He was a pediatrician, and he practiced medicine out of this old house in the middle of a residential neighborhood in the middle of a very busy urban area. My mom would take us kids to Dr. Mansfield. He was our doctor, and he served long after uh, even though he was a pediatrician, he served our doctor long after we left our teenage years. He was just that kind of person. Part of the way that he practiced medicine involved more than prescription and pills. Relationships. Relationships were a part of his care. And when you went to Dr. Mansfield's office, it felt like you went to an uncle's house. At the end of each visit, he'd lead us into his big office, and on the wall there were his diplomas from medical school and all. And as a kid, I remembered thinking it kind of odd that on one of those diplomas was a snake. What an interesting symbol to have in a doctor's office, a snake. Thought it was kind of cool, but besides that, a snake. It was only after, as an adult, that I realized the connection between that ancient symbol of medicine and healing and the story that you heard Tom read for us today. The story of Moses and the people, a story of poisonous snakes doing their darndest to bring death and destruction and brokenness to the camp. Early in that camp, in that story, they're in the wilderness, right? It's a setting, it's where the poisonous snakes live, right? And they're out there and they get bit by the snakes and it comes to them as such, oh boy, such a trial, such tribulation, that the writers of the story even imagine that God sent the snakes to them because they had betrayed, they had strayed, they had done wrong. There's all sorts of guilt and brokenness turned around in this story. And yet when Moses prays to God, God considers the relationship and God instructs him to fashion this symbol, to hold it up so that people may see it and be healed. Healing occurs in that story in the context of a relationship between a loving God and a hurting people. It's that context that we have today for this teaching from John's Gospel. When Jesus says, for God so loved the whole world, that teaching is in the context of healing and relationship. And yet sadly, for all too long, the church has kind of pushed that to the side and instead went the route of judgment and exclusion with this verse Instead of talking about those who believe in God, have the life of Christ. A message of hope, reminder of that relationship and healing. Exclusive Christians over the ages have turned to this passage and said, if you don't believe in Jesus, then you're going to hell. 
you're going to perish. We turned around the healing message of God into sort of an exclusive club for believers only. And what this world needed was for people to join in the club. We've taken the grace and the blessing, the relationship of God, and we've taken it and we've thrown it down. And we've broken it. That's how we do things as God's people. That's how we do things as God's people. We participate in the brokenness of the world and by our words and deeds and actions and exclusions and judgments, we cause brokenness. There's enough brokenness to go around. Look at our own lives. How many of us struggle with health issues? How many of us struggle with issues of faith and doubt? How many of us find ourselves alone, anxious, and afraid? We are broken as a community. We are broken every time as a community instead of welcoming someone with the love that we've received by God's grace. We hold them at arm's length or we require that they change their ways and be more like us before we have a relationship with them. We've excluded the poor, those who are struggling. We've excluded people from different nations and faiths. And as God's protectors, we claim ourselves to be the sole guardians of all the truth in the universe. And we've participated in the brokenness of the world in doing so. At the end of the first century, the community of John, that's what the Gospel of John is written to. It was written to a people that were broken at the end of the first century. And as that Gospel writer wrote to his people, he noticed that they were broken. They were largely a Jewish group that had been excluded from the synagogue. They had been turned away from their family and their friends because of their teachings and their beliefs in this Jesus and this life and this acceptance of God that is so radical and so welcoming. Sadly, you can read some of the anger and some of the hurt of their time in the text that we have today. And in these passages... To talk about only the select are saved. Nowhere else in the scripture do we find such passion. But it's coming from a place of hurt. It's coming from a place of brokenness. Jesus is lifted up. Jesus is lifted up. His life is lifted up for us as an example of God's love and God's grace. 
of God's radical hospitality. The life of Jesus is lifted up just like the snake was lifted up in the desert. And all those who are broken and all life that is poisoned is invited into the relationship of healing with God. Through Christ, the world is transformed. And not just one little part of it, not just one little church, but all of it. The grace, the love of God. So what about the judgment? Is there no judgment? Is it all grace? Well, there is a judgment. At the end of the passage, I hope you heard about the judgment. And this is the judgment that people love the darkness rather than the light. Whenever we love the ways of the world, whenever we love the ways of brokenness and exclusion and judgment, we are seeking the dark and not the light and the judgment of God comes upon us. The judgment of God comes upon us whenever we push away. We refuse to help our neighbor in need. Whenever our hearts are hardened and we lack the kindness and the gentleness of the kind of medicine that Dr. Mansfield practiced. Now we are not physicians. Well, Ken is. But we are invited by our baptisms to be a part of God's healing in this world. We are invited in our words, in our actions, to live this life of Christ and to share that life with everyone we meet, holding back the judgment and letting loose the grace and love. Let us be found in that place. Amen.